welcome to the Bourbon and Business Smash with Gail and Corina. I'm Gail and this is Corey. And tonight we are talking about consistency in your marketing sales. And we'll be talking about what works for us, what we'd like to add, and an opportunity for you if you'd like to increase your and improve your consistency in your business. We actually have two different drinks for this evening. I am drinking my leftover Manhattan with port that we made for two episodes ago with our guest, Randy Lyman. And then you also have a Manhattan, but it's made slightly differently. Yeah, we still don't have any sweet vermouth. So I made a dry Manhattan, which is basically the same thing. And a Manhattan is two parts bourbon to one part vermouth and then some Agnostero or other kinds of bitters. And then stir it up and add a cherry or something if you want. But uh, it's like a, an old fashioned, but with vermouth, really. So it's the main difference. But uh, vermouth instead of, say, you got ginger beer. So stirred instead of shaken. Yeah, I think because the bitters really shouldn't be shaken, but that was, I made that mistake yesterday trying to get it ready in time. And that port yeah. Yeah. might be a little bitter too. I didn't want to open a new bottle. Yeah, port, it's but... a little bitter. I have, I watered it down. I don't have any ice in it, but the water is cold. I you can always add a little ice. sugar. It's always mm-hmm. okay to add a little, either a little sugar or even better, a little bit of simple syrup since the sugar's already mixed in. And if you don't have simple syrup, I guess yeah. you could add regular syrup. <laughs> Those are our drinks for this evening. And we wanted to talk about consistency and what systems or processes that we have in place that we use to grow our business. I think for me, the consistency has been on my mind really because I think it's been the last three years, COVID for one has changed a lot of the way I had to do business with my clients and kept things very busy for a while. So it was hard to remain consistent with the coaching process and everything else going on. And of course, everybody else's business is disrupted. So we have to look at all these big changes. And then when my cousin died and I took over operating his estate and preparing the houses for sale and dealing with all those little issues that seem for the past few years has been at the process of cleaning out houses and getting them ready for sale. There's been a lot of interruptions to my ability to remain consistent. It does help to have a partner who has been more consistent and consistently building up. Where I see consistency being so valuable, of course, is in every area of the business. The more consistent you are, the more things stay on track. The habits are easier to build up, right? Because as we are consistent in something, it just becomes a habit. And as we break that consistency, because there's interruptions, distractions, it's like we have to restart that treadmill again. And one thing I think where it's really apparent, I think for Gail and I, and Gail can probably speak more to this because she's had more changes in her consistency, is BNI networking. It's week to week, every week, I think for the last 15 years and before that for a couple of years. And and that just becomes a habit. It's, like it's always doing that thing, setting up a one-to-one, on a regular basis with different people. And so maintaining that consistency, honestly, it's been the number one reason that I've been getting any new business is because every time I have a one-to-one or I talk about, it, and then that talk about something in BNI and then the one-to-one people bring that up and they convert into a client or to a referral. And I think, so that's where I see the power of consistency is just in that process alone is so big for a growing business. And then take that idea of consistency behind that weekly networking and turn it into everything else you do in sales and marketing operations. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to add this coming year now that our personal stuff is coming to an end, sort of? (laughs) We're kind of getting out of the, that busyness of everything going on with this state. I'm afraid to add more. I think I need to focus on the things that I've already taken on as projects, such as completing a certification, which 
actually two certifications. One I'm almost through and the other one I've just barely started. And I know it's close to 500 hours, some writing projects, and then helping more with Lyft and maybe seeing where I can be more powerful in my networking. And I started thinking maybe one of the possibilities we talked about, where do we do our networking and marketing and all that's worth reviewing that as, as we start looking at the next year. So more in fine tuning what you're doing now. So I could be more consistent with it. Yeah. Adding on things would not make sense at this point. I'm trying to subtract. So yeah, not necessarily adding on, but fine tuning, improving what you're already doing, being more consistent in your mark in your networking and going deeper with what we called with with the previous coaching company that we were with is going deeper with your network versus going wider. So you already have BNI. It's something that we've both been in for somewhere around 18 years off and on <laughs> almost. <Yeah. laughs> and so be able to possibly have more one-to-ones with more people or have more one-to-ones with people that we already know that we have credible relationships with, trustworthy relationships and being able to strategize with them. I read something interesting today about businesses who completely rely on referrals and how referrals are a great way to grow your business, but it's not the only way. And it definitely affected our business when we couldn't go network in person because I think we relied on that too much. So it really yeah. showed our weakness in not having a more diversified marketing plan. And we were building up the online stuff as my specialty. <laughs> so it wasn't like we were starting from scratch with online marketing. It definitely shows, okay, there are other avenues we can grow our business, especially if we want to scale. If we were just focused on one-to-one services, our network would provide that. I believe that our network could provide that. We would just go deeper into our contacts and networking, and we can sign on private clients. But with the scale that we want to grow with helping more business owners through Lyft, our online coaching community, I think that's the opportunity that we can diversify our marketing and do something different. So you mentioned writing projects. What does that mean for you? I think it's definitely consistency in completing some writing, blogging, and getting my art. I do have a number of articles that I have started and not finished, and that's a whole other story. But I, I think it's completing something on a regular basis and maintaining that kind of consistency. And marketing in that arena does benefit from that, just building on that body of information. We've been great, I think. It's been off and on, obviously we take breaks, but the podcasts have been fairly consistent. And and even though we've probably done more than you're actually producing, that's actually good because there's a body of content to work with to create more quality it was, um, releases. Yeah, with yeah. any new marketing, marketing mm -hmm. tactic, right. it's, there's a ramp up to it. And we yeah. did do more through Facebook Live, but the quality just wasn't there. So yeah. with podcasting, there's a certain audio quality that's expected. And unfortunately, yeah. we didn't have that in our Facebook Live videos. However, I believe the Facebook Live videos gave us practice, gave us time to fine tune what we talk about and how we discuss things. Even though we talk about business all the time, <laughs> we don't do in a format where we're expecting there's going to be a third listener, <laughs> a third but person I, in the room with your writing. I honestly feel like that's not completing the writing projects is an addition because once you hmm. you create that consistency and you're writing on a consistent manner, that's, that is an addition to our marketing as a team, because when you complete the, that writing, that's new things we can post on LinkedIn 
we can get it published on other publications. And it's also marketing material for our referral partners because they can share that with their prospects. So people who are on the fence of being referred, as well as our prospects who are on the fence, it gives us marketing and sales nurturing material that we can send and distribute. So I think that's something that would be an addition is having that consistency in writing. My focus has been consistency on the podcast right now. And then as I feel like, okay, now we have a queue of episodes pre-recorded. Now that we're bringing on guests, that will make it even easier to stay consistent with the podcast. Once I feel like, okay, we've got a month or two at least of pre-recorded content, that our assistant can work on and edit and publish and things like that, then I can go back into writing and doing videos. And that would be my add-on for marketing. I also have something else where I do want to run Facebook ads and Instagram ads into our funnel, but it's one of those things where it is a large investment. So you want to have everything in place ahead of time. (laughs) So I'm slowly getting that done. I've been fine-tuning a 30-day challenge that I ran last month. Fine-tuning that challenge is now almost to the point where, okay, I can make it public to a greater audience and have that be a funnel. It's consistency with marketing, but also consistency in sales. Because once we've got the ads running, that will, as we fine-tune them and improve them, that will bring in new leads too. Yeah. And keeping that 30-day challenge, I really love that idea, I think keeping some of that just going each month, a different challenge every two months or something, but because that's something we also fine tune and the more consistent we become, the more, I think the more, what's it fluid, it'll feel for people. Like it's all just, they've been doing this a while versus this is their first time kind of to deal with the ups and downs. And even if there's only a few people doing it each time, it's something, right? And it's the same with the podcast. You, You start out with almost no listeners. And if you give up after three or four podcasts, you're probably going to end with the just three or four listeners. <laughs> if you, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. learning in. Uh, I'm a member of SPI Pro, which is the community for Smart Passive Income. Smart Passive Income is a blog and a podcast that I've been listening to and reading for over 10 years. And it, it's interesting to see how they've evolved. And they launched their community around the same time we launched Lyft. But their focus is just on online business owners, people who want to be content content creators, course creators, influencers, those kinds of things. And what they're recommending is you don't really know if something's working until you've hit 100 episodes. So we're only at episode, what, 21? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Keep going. We got to do a lot more. (laughs) I know, because we haven't done this, we haven't published consistently, partly because we were learning as we went along, partly because we just got busy with life and so on. But it's, I think it's a, an example, a great example of how some people give up too soon. Like you just mentioned, you don't really know if it's going to work if you give up too soon. There are people who join BNI where I find BNI, you get your most ROI out of it, return on investment from it. If you're a member for two years or more, because that first year you're just starting to get to know people and you're establishing your credibility. That second year shows you've got longevity. And again, you're still building your credibility and it just builds up from there. And so many people 
quit BNI way too soon, whether they quit even before their year is up or at the year long mark. And I completely get it. I reevaluate my BNI membership every year. <laughs> now that I pay for it, in our region, BNI directors are partly compensated by not having to pay their their membership dues when they are a, a BNI director. I'm not a BNI director anymore. So I'm paying full price for my BNI membership. I have to reevaluate each time. But when you look at the numbers, it makes sense. It's just, there's so many other reasons why I second guess if I want to continue with BNI or not. But I'm now at a point where I'm in my, the, my current chapter for two and a half years. And now I feel solid in my membership. I feel like I, it's okay if not everyone gets me in this group. I have my key people in there, my key relationships. Okay. They get me. We're building our trust with each other. And it's it creates this required meeting <laughs> where <laughs> they have to see me every week. They have to hear from me every week. So they can't avoid the email or they can't avoid the phone call. And I think not that I think, I know that's why BNI works is that you have that consistency. You have to show up each time and it attracts people who are just as committed as you are. Cause it's not easy. It's not easy showing up every week when life is busy and you've got a busy business. And so same thing with all the other types of marketing and sales, the 30 day growth challenge that Corey and I were mentioning is what we're bringing to people to create consistency in their marketing and sales. And there's one particular way that we're doing it, which is direct outreach. If you're into networking and want to improve networking, if you enjoy talking to people one-on-one -on -one versus on stage or in meetings, it doesn't replace that. But if you really enjoy those one-to-one -one conversations or even want to improve those one-to-one -one conversations, this is the challenge for you. And it's going to be available for all of our new Lyft members. You can come check it out. It gives you a 30-day plan to grow your business by connecting to other people, by doing the follow-up that maybe you've been avoiding, <laughs> and by, by developing deeper relationships with your colleagues to see if you can develop strategic alliances like referral partnerships and be able to grow your business by one-to-one -one communication. So you don't have to grow your business by social media. You don't have to grow your business by speaking. As long as you do this consistently, you will grow your business. So it's a combination of networking, referrals, partnerships, and direct outreach to people who are interested in your services and products. So if you're interested in that, just click on the link, join Lyft, We'd love to support you. There, there's also there's a, a live coaching calls. There's accountability. There's support. There's tracking sheets because what you track will grow, and everything that we can do to support you in growing your business, we will do our best to provide. Anything else you'd like to add to the topic of consistency and business growth? only that depending on when you actually listen to this but i think we're right now we see it as going into the summer months especially july and august okay. which is traditionally probably one of the slowest times of the year especially in health and wellness and in a lot of small business it's a very busy it's a busy time for contractors and uh, people who are doing outdoor stuff obviously painters and things like that 
But if you're in one of those businesses that is affected by customers going on vacation or just spending time with their kids, because it's summertime, you're seeing a drop. And I've had people come to me and say, oh my God, my business is completely dying. I thought it was going out of business in August. And then in September, it all came back again. This is a time to actually really start practicing some of that consistency because yeah. you have that wide open vista of time to do it and it will improve your bottom line in the third or fourth quarter. Exactly. So whether business is busy right now or business is slow, take the time to to create consistency in your sales and marketing. And in the future, you'll avoid the feast and famine cycles that can happen in businesses. All right. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Let us know if you have any ideas or feedback for the podcast. You can follow us on all the social media platforms at Gail Knott or Corey Knott or Take Wing Coaching. And cheers to your success. Cheers.